I'm KS Garner, and you're listening to the Solo Nerdbird Podcast. Today, I'll be speaking with the creator and writer of the comic book, The Louis Issue One, currently on Kickstarter, Hashim Dorham. Welcome, Hashim. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Well, thank you for joining us today. Well, outside of my introduction, who is Hashim Dorham, and what are you about? Well, just like your average person, really, I am. I'm about three years out of high school, and I mentioned that because I, around high school is when I decided, like, this is what I wanted to do. So um, around my sophomore year, I went to this comic book store, like, down the street from my high school. It's called the Malcolm Comics and Coffee House. You should definitely check it out if you're, like, anywhere in Philly. But I just remember, like, looking at everything. And prior to that, I never took, like, comics too seriously. I always thought it was, like, a children's thing, <laughs> which is, like... Mm -hmm something that a lot of people think to this day. And um, once I kind of got familiar with that space and that atmosphere, it took me into a different mindset of like, you know, I always wanted to write, like I always wanted to write a novel, never a graphic novel. And so being around a place where like, I'm kind of surrounded by this medium, which is comics, it kind of influenced me to think a bit wider and that's what essentially started everything for me. Okay, what was the name of the comic book place again? Because I was actually in Philadelphia and I visited two of them when I was there. Amalgam Comics and Coffee House. Coffee House? No, I don't think that was the one. I think, no, that wasn't the one. I, I, I don't even remember the names of them, but I visited two of them. <laughs> I think they were downtown. Um, and Philadelphia is such an old city, so it's like yeah. <laughs> a lot of the old stuff. Where I mean, wherever I was, I don't even remember where I was. I was just walking around at different places to just look around. But um, what is Louis issue one about? Because the so, thing is, I'm sorry, but what interested me in it was when I saw it, I was like, oh, it's a black guy. And then it's about <laughs> uh, martial arts and uh, like tournaments and stuff like that. But it, it immediately reminded me of Megalobox. Do you, are you familiar with Megalobox? Yes, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, it immediately uh, reminded me of that. Mm, yeah, I'm glad it did. That's not, I mean, it wasn't necessarily like a direct inspiration, but I'm pretty sure like me consuming it, put it into my subconscious and kind of me liking it so much, maybe, you know, you can feel that in certain panels. But um, actually, you pretty much got the gist of it. It's about a main character who just throws himself in the crazy tournaments with crazy characters. And the whole premise or like the joke of it all is that all the money that he typically wins from these tournaments somehow gets lost. It, that's just like, he has bad luck with it. And so out of being like, just being tired, he thinks like, you know, I need a last resort, like a tournament and a money prize isn't going to hold me over because I always lose it. And mm -hmm. so as the story progresses, he kind of goes, just travels into this, like, he stumbles upon a tournament that's not made for humans. It's made for, like, people of different planets. Think, like, Mortal Kombat, right? Mortal Kombat's yeah. a perfect example. Like, Johnny Cage, for example, he's an actor who just happened to come to, like, Shang Tsung's island, and now he's fighting Baraka, Reptile, and aliens, monsters, demons, stuff like that. So um, throughout the story, you see like uh, homages to different things. Like there's this one character who's like Superman-esque 
and he represents a planet like Krypton, mm-hmm. like a parody almost. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's just basically a love letter to things like Mortal Kombat because I love them so much. And I feel like no matter what I do, you can always see the inspirations behind the work just simply because I like them so much. So that's the tournament setting. Outside of that, the black character is just because, you know, that's, <laughs> that's you know, I want I want more of those and not just um, yeah. in a sense of, you know, Marvel, DC, where it's like Luke Cage, Cyborg and stuff. I love all of those characters, but you don't really see too much um, black characters who are created by actual black people and continuously being written by black people. So mm-hmm. it's really important to kind of have a different archetype of a black character mm-hmm. as opposed to like the lightning wielder or like the super scientist Mr. Terrific or Cyborg or the brute like you know just mm-hmm. add some variety to that he's a little edgy he's a little dramatic <laughs> yeah yeah I get it um can you elaborate more on the quote-unquote male-centered fan service you have in your description I feel like that's something that needs to be elaborated on just a little bit more (laughs) so basically when I um first got the panels done I looked at the book and I was like this looks like manga and so I started watching like more anime and reading more manga particularly Naruto Mm -hmm. because I've always been a fan of it so I just decided like hey like let me pick up the books or whatever And I noticed, not in Naruto, really, I think it's pretty tame in Naruto, but there seems to be a lot of, like, fan service with the female characters. Like, you can watch an anime and all of a sudden, like, a a girl's skirt goes up and it's like... Yeah. (laughs) So basically, I'm trying to reverse that and kind of say, like, you know, this looks kind of crazy, doesn't it? Like, it looks funny. Uh Like, basically bring it to people's attention how it looks funny. (laughs) Uh But under... um, with a set of characters that that typical audience wouldn't really look for that type of content for uh-huh. so that's pretty much the point of that plus I think it is funny I think it's interesting to see okay cool um it appears you're the sole artist and writer on this project are you thinking of collaborating with anyone or do you prefer to work by yourself oh no collaborations for sure um I definitely, so the cover that's on the page right now, is kind of like a a blueprint, Mm -hmm. not a blueprint, but it's like a placeholder. I kind of want something a bit more professional and I'll definitely seek out an artist for that. Um, So I definitely plan on collaborating with people to get things to be like the best that they can be. Like me personally, I learned how to write comic scripts about two years ago. And a lot of pieces of the comic creation process, I'm not super good at. So I definitely, I'll, I'll definitely need help going forward with everything to make sure. Are you, uh, are you shopping around right now? Are you looking at anyone particularly? Like, where are you going to look for any artists? Are you going like Instagram? Are you going to Twitter? Are you going to Tumblr even for artists? So the thing that I like to do is I like to go to Fiverr, right? Uh And I'll message someone, not necessarily order anything, but I'll message them and kind of like, kind of like take the connection away from the app itself and say like, hey, um, I like your work. This is what I like to do with it. 
um, how much would this cost you personally? And if I wanted to add this, how much can I add upon that? Like I like to pay via like the little tip feature. So I'll order something. Like I was gonna say, I order a sketch. And then I'll ask the, uh, the artist, like, what are your personal prices? Like outside of this, what do you feel you want to be paid for whatever you're doing right now. And I'll get that, I'll get the rights to everything. And then that's when I um, pay them. And that's how things have been so far, like with the cover and the back page. I, I don't think I've updated the back page yet, but yeah, just, just going out to different social media sites and finding artists and asking like, how much do you want to be paid pretty much? <laughs> Yeah, I asked that because um, I've spoken to several of, several other people about their journey with collaborating with other artists with their work, and some have had a fine job with it. Like they've connected with people they already knew, and it was easy mm -hmm. for them. And some people were scouring the internet, and they got someone they liked, but then like they had to pay them, even though they didn't like it. They had to pay, mm -hmm. and they had to come out of pocket like hundreds of dollars, right. and then they had to start all over again. So it's good that you're kind of getting a kind of like a feel for what it is they can do for your stuff before you really come out of pocket, mm -hmm. you know, for all your work, which is pretty good. Yeah. I, I enjoy like having artists tell me like, this is how much I charge. Like I like it. It's empowering in a way. I enjoy it. Yeah. Like knowing how much it's going to cost. Cause when they don't tell you how much it's going to cost, you know, it's going to cost a lot of money. Right. Uh -huh. So. <laughs> Uh, what advice would you offer to other comic writers or creators you wish someone told you when you first started? I mean, you, you I mean, you're three years out of out of high school, so you're you're very very young. But yeah. it seems like something that you're really into and that you're really con looking to pursue for a long period of time. So, right. like, what have you learned so far that you could offer as advice to other people? I think the most important thing is to like just do it like it's, it's like that sounds like duh like what am I not supposed to but like for three years I've been postponing this <laughs> and then one day um I got paid I got um my direct deposit came and I was like you know what maybe I should start like <laughs> and I knew that if I did do it right there like if I didn't see anything manifest from it beyond like the point of an idea I would never do it like me, um, you know, writing the script, finishing the script, I mean, like going out searching for artists, if that process wasn't taken, I see myself like still saying like, oh, I'll get to it eventually. So definitely just do it. Like if you're in a position where you can do it and be comfortable, just, just do it. Mm -hmm. I think that's like my number one thing and number two is like you don't have to spoil everything with everybody because um one thing I had a problem with before during like the start of the process it was like the creation of it all and going to different people like what do you think of this what do you think of this because I was so excited to share everything obviously uh -huh. now it's a bit different because like I'm trying to push it out there <laughs> but back then it was like you get a lot of um statements saying hey maybe this character should be this or maybe you should have a part in the story where this happens and it kind of mixes all together with something in your brain that isn't truly 100% thought out and it creates a mess. Yeah. So, 
Yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't think there's an issue with sharing your work with other people, especially if you're looking for advice or any type of insight they can offer to you, right. or maybe what you can change or what, what adjustments you can make for it to make more sense, especially if you're just starting out. But then it gets to the point where the work is not really yours anymore. Right. Right. So what again, like the same thing what you just said, I, what I tell people is to just get started and you'll work out the kinks as you go along, as you learn. And your work is your work. What you put out there, it, it is yours and you need to own it 100%. Mm-hmm. So whether it's bad, whether it's good, whether it's in the middle, whether people like it or not, um, it's kind of secondary in a way. It right. still has to be yours. When you look at it, when you listen to it, when you read it, whatever it may be, Um make sure it's still yours. Like you can still see yourself in it, but just be ready to defend it. Right. <laughs> like hundred percent, you're going to have to defend this. And if it doesn't make sense when you defend it, then you go back to the drawing board. Then you start taking in that advice, that insight, those comments, those statements, questions and concerns that people had before that you kind of pushed to the side, but right. like, just be ready to defend it really. For sure. All right. So my last question for you, Hashim, is what is your idea of quote unquote success? I ask that because as creators, if we're not getting regular paychecks from our full-time job or making consistent revenue from our art, we're considered failures. Many of us will put our dreams and projects on a back burner or give them up altogether because this career can be highly intimidating and competitive. So what is your idea of quote unquote success? For me personally, it's like enjoying my own project. Mm-hmm. So um, for the longest, like this entire thing is something like, how can I put this? I believe in making something that you would want as a product personally. And if you like it, then I think that's not necessarily all that matters, but it's most of what matters. Mm-hmm. Obviously, um, you want to sell stuff and you want to connect with maybe you want to connect with companies maybe your ideal is to go completely completely solo and independent of any company but personally for me I think just knowing like you did something and you enjoy what you did Mm -hmm. that's like the most important thing okay um or is there anything else you wanted to push uh, for a Louis issue one, maybe discuss the rewards for potential backers. Yes. So I forgot the exact rewards price points, but I do know them in order of tiers. <laughs> so okay. I'm, I have the page up. So um, you can, I mean, you can go ahead and just start listing stuff and I'll just say what the price is. Um, that would be nice. <laughs> so for what I believe is $4, you can get a printed version of the book itself. And that printed version does have extra content in it. So like, there's like little stories that happen in it. Like many comics, you ever see like the little comics on the Instagram? Yeah. There's that, there's um additional art in the back of the book, which goes into like the whole fan service thing. <laughs> um, above that, you get a poster and above that poster, you get a larger poster. It's pretty yeah. simple. Um, it says here, you get a, let's see. 
I guess a printed copy of the book is $10 and it's signed. That's the limited edition. Nice. You have a large Louis poster that's 14 and then um, and a Louis pinup poster. Uh, that's mature, just FYI, <laughs> for 21. Nice. Yeah. So just to say again, because I don't think I wrote that down, um, the the high tier poster is larger than the um, regular printed one. So the ten dollar one is just like a regular poster, and then I yes. guess the lar it gets larger for fourteen. Pretty much. Okay, a full it says a full body panel. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Yes. Yeah, so outside of that, um, another thing to look forward to is I started writing issue two. Um, Issue one was itself was originally supposed to be 16 pages, mm -hmm. but it got expanded to about 48. So that's the oh, good wow. thing. Yeah. <laughs> See, when um, I first conceptualized, I went on, it was like, no, like I can afford to do more. And plus the story kind of demanded more. Mm -hmm. And yeah, 48. I um, <laughs> actually finished the 16 page script about last year. So the additional um 32 that's just been done this year and it's part of what you see in um the update section with the uh, two pages that are public okay cool uh, all right again i want to thank the creator and writer of the comic book louis issue one currently on kickstarter hashim dorm i highly recommend our listeners to give the kickstarter a look share and or back if they can all of Hashim's socials will be listed in this episode's details alongside the Kickstarter link. Again, I'm KS Garner, and you've been listening to the Solo Nerdbird Podcast. Thank you.